What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go, nothing too ridiculous or weird, in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Welcome, welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne. We are in the aftermath of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your sets, people. It's post-election day. Bam! What is happening in our country for crying out loud? <laughs> and more importantly, what is happening in us. And it's, it's interesting because our show has to do with um, pain, body pain. But we're also looking at what happens when we ignore pain. Mm -hmm. And I think as a country, what has happened from us ignoring pain is that um, people are voting in crazy people. <laughs> and isn't that what we do well, in pain? We take pills. We'll do anything. We'll do anything to get rid of the pain. We'll mm -hmm. try anything to get rid of the pain. Right? True that. So that includes, like, just voting for anti-establishment just in case, just in the hopes that something might change. Right. So um, I think it's really interesting, you know, because our we we definitely are talking about body pain, but we're also talking about pain in a system, you know, and we have pain in our political system. And that is what is creating these results. And I think it's really interesting for me personally. And I think all of those empathics out there, all of you sensitives, you know, all of the the um the woo woo people, all of us who are feeling this collective energy, you know, all night long. I could feel it. I woke up at three in the morning and checked my phone because we went to um bed at like eleven um PM and so, you know, three AM I get woke up by this energy and, and check my phone, you know, and this morning, um all the energy that's running through my body um, that's not even mine. It's not, it doesn't belong to me. So, you know, right off the bat, can we just do um, some uncreating and destroying of all of the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, rejections, decisions, conclusions, and computations about what this election means and all the energy that's running in our collective consciousness in this country and abroad and everywhere that we've brought that into our own bodies mm -hmm. and are running that energy in our own bodies. Can we uncreate and destroy all of that, please? Yes, please. Yes, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. And can we return to source with full consciousness, return to source with full consciousness, return to source with full consciousness? We as um as the right um, wrong good bad pot pot all name boy shorts and beyond. Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have been carrying the collective energies in our systems in our bodies for how long, people? And is it time to just return it to source and actually become empowered? 
So, you know, Megan and I have been um, doing Roar this past week in Park City. We're still here, actually. And we, <laughs> we're still roaring. We're still roaring. And um, we brought Dr. Lisa Cooney out, who, you know, we've been talking about her for months. We've had her on the show. Um, she Her mission is to eradicate abuse off the planet. And we just spent six days in amazing transformation um, where, in truth, we were all holding space for empowerment. We were all holding space to clear abuse off the planet. And I think that's our message as Megan and I are talking about this this morning um, and talking about the election is that is now the time for all of us to step up and empower ourselves. And know that one person, that one uh, elected president, does not create our future and our reality. And what is possible as we all step up and um, embrace our capacities and our talents and our gifts and actually stop stuffing it into our bodies as pain, what can we create in this world? And that's what I'm interested in and that's what I'm about. And that's what my conversation is going to be. As much as Megan and I are in the conversation of consciousness and creating greater for us and for everyone else, how how isn't now the time to say yes more? Yes, yes more. more. Isn't it time for more? And can we all stand up and say, hey, what can we do in our own worlds, in our own life, with every single person that we meet? Mm-hmm. I just had this moment, and um, I'm embarrassed to say it, actually, but I had this moment of, like, what would our show have been like if someone else had been elected, Hillary or a third party or whatever? And I don't think it would have been as impassioned. And I think the I think the invitation on the table when um when unconsciousness is presented to us in such a magnified form as mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. that it actually is a call for consciousness to wake up it is and i have a i want to read just a little bit from my coach rich Lippin, who wrote something this morning in response to um so he his family um escaped the holocaust and went to london and so they were immigrants and he married a woman that has, um, she's half black, her family, and, and he was talking about all of the adversity that they've been through and how are they going to talk to their, their little boys who are biracial this morning about what's happening in the country. And, and this is the tone of, of what he chose to respond to with them. Those of us who are coaches, consultants, therapists, healers, speakers, and I would say magicians, I would say mm-hmm. healers, I would say conscious people, people who want kindness to be part of our reality. We have now a great responsibility this moment in history at a time when the fear and insecurity amongst many of our friends, family, and clients is palpable. It's our responsibility to bring a little bit more hope, shed a little bit more light, and build a little more connection every day. It's easy to imagine that history is shaped by extraordinary individuals, the great leaders and the terrible ones, but history is actually created by the everyday actions of everyday people, minding their own business, working hard, taking care of their family. I love that, Mm -hmm. right? It's like how much have we put our energy in a political figure to rescue us? Mm -hmm. And I think that um, 
our good friend Rhonda got everybody riled up about that right before our show today. So check uh, that out, people. Love, love edges out leadership. Diversity edges out division. Connection edges out confrontation. And uh, something that, you know, um, uh, if we choose, this is a this is a wake up call, and I don't know. Like I feel like actually that's kind of what we're feeling. Like there's this all all this outrage happening, mm-hmm. right? And it's like I, I mean, even people that are very conscious, and I would consider very conscious creators, are like, the world is over, <laughs> and it's like, no, the world is not over. This this feeling in you, this outrage in you, is a call to is a call to consciousness, is a call to expansion. And just like what we were doing in war this week, like what are we all capable of changing on this planet that we have been outsourcing to our leaders, quote unquote, for centuries? Mm -hmm. Well, there was just this powerful moment. Some of you listening were there in um, roar at the end of roar where there were 50 people in the room and we were, clearing abuse off the planet. We were saying, yelling, no more abuse, no more abuse. And you you could energetically feel the power of that clearing. I mean, I was sobbing because it was so powerful. And that's the, that is just one microcosm of what we have available, what we can do together. What, as we step up and step out, what is possible and what is possible in your own, um, in your own sessions with your own children, the conversations that you're having, like the conversation that Rich Litvin had with his kids, right? I mean, it really just, it is a call. Now is the time for all of us to, um, to say, hey, what more can I do? And be and be and how much more visible can I be? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I think it's. I wanted to share my experience in the body class because, up, you know, getting ready for the roar week, the roar tour, my right hip was super, super intensely painful, um, and it was just radiating pain. And in the three-day body class, I finally was just like, Lisa, can I get some facilitation on this pain? And um, um, it was basically, long story short, I was holding my power in my pain. I was holding all of this potential um, because I'm here on the planet to empower. And yet I was holding it in my right hip like inverting it onto myself um, and, and, and actually like hiring a bunch of entities in order to keep that in place, which is fun. Baby, you're so cute. It's not so bright. I know. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it was really interesting actually like going through that process. My pain went away completely 100%. And for the days that was like the first day of body and so for the last three days, I haven't had any pain in my right hip until this morning, until, um, you know, I'm feeling the collective energy of everything that's happening with this elect- election. 
So um, it's my opportunity to say, okay, am I going to invert this and create pain in my body around this? Again, some more, um, which actually limits me. Or am I going to um, step up and, and empower others and allow that energy to come out of me and not stay stuck in my pain? So it was an incredible change and, and moment of choice for me that I get to choose over and over again just because the pain went away and, you know, because of Lisa's masterful facilitation doesn't mean that I don't still have to choose that. And that I still don't have to ask questions and I still don't have to say, okay, what now and what next? Um, and, and what, what are you doing with your pain in your body? You know, are you just trying to get rid of it? Or are you just trying to explain it away? Are you just trying to fix it? Are you just trying to take pills? Are you just trying to go to doctors? Or are you willing to be in the conversation that your body is, is trying to really Speak to your biggest and best expression of who you are. Sing it, sister. <laughs> Sing it from the rafters and the rooftops. That's what I want to say. <laughs> and, you know, I think what's beautiful and potent about that example is that one of the things that there's a phrase that Lisa uses that I love so much, and, and it, she starts almost every horror class out with asking the people in the class permission to shine a light where there hasn't been light before. So, so many of us, even healers and all of that, we think we know what our pain is. It's like, oh, yeah, I have my Louise Hay book, and right hip means this, and left hip means that, you know. And the truth is, is that our bodies are so much more dynamic in that and in their communication. And and it, if you've got a story about what your pain is and it's not changing, you ain't in the right, you're not looking in the right place. And so mostly, like what I've learned in my in my 20-some years in metaphysics is that pain is some kind of an emotion or some kind of an awareness. Uh, that our body is trying to give to us. Now, um, if you haven't been in the alternative healing world, this may be new to you, but actually pain is always asking for something. Pain is the one of the body's only ways of communicating with us when we're being stupid and when we're being disconnected and not in communion with our bodies and not asking questions of our bodies and telling our body what it should and shouldn't do. Um, so when... When the body is having pain, it's an energy. It's something that is trying to be communicated. Now, what I really thought was so profound about your facilitation was that Lisa shined this light in this whole new place. That it wasn't even just that, okay, her body is saying, hey, you should step forward or, you know, all these little platitudes that we've given ourselves about what pain is. But it like she went to the she shone a light in this place that nobody would ever thought to look. And and at least in any class that I've ever been in, it's like, oh, wait a minute, like her hip was holding um, the possibility of empowerment disempowered. Mm-hmm. And so she was trying to pull out disempowerment to try to empower people instead of just being empowerment. Mm-hmm. And like this chronic pain that I had been with you as long as I've known you, really, mm-hmm. it just disappeared when we shone the light, when she shone the light in the right place. 
Mm-hmm. And so, and what if, what if your pain is actually asking not just for you to heal something or clear something? What if your pain is actually a healing of the earth, a healing of a country, a healing of people, a healing of, that if you had actually listened and actually choose the gift, choose the empowerment, choose the, um, the capacity instead of bastardizing the capacity of it, what would be possible? How many people on this planet are walking around with pain that is actually a change waiting to happen for the, the whole entire planet? Mm-hmm. And everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Wow! Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. We have been, we've said some big things so far, <laughs> haven't we? Well, yes, and I'm really appreciating the chat room. It, you guys, if you're listening, go to the chat room because we're having an awesome conversation here and you can really ask your questions and get more facilitation. So go to a2zen.fm, click on the red chat room and um, come join us. But I'm really appreciating people acknowledging that they just want the pain to go away, okay? Like you've got to start where you are. And where if where you are and where you have been is pain go away, then cool. Like, of course, like pain is uncomfortable. Um, so it's awesome. So everything that that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And then beyond that place of like, okay, well, yeah, I just want it to go away. But if it's still here and I've been wanting it to go away for 10 years, what do I actually love about this pain? What what do I actually love about it? What is it here for? What is it trying to show me? And actually get curious. So the process is to start where you are and open up into curiosity of like, okay, what am I not seeing here? What am I not getting here? You know, what capacity is this that I have not been willing to receive, be, perceive? And everything that all this is bringing up for everybody, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. I think this question in the chat room is really great. How do we go from pain to capacity? Exactly. How do we go from pain to capacity? Mm -hmm. So first, it's allowance of the pain. Instead of pushing the pain away or trying to just get rid of the pain or cover up the pain or distract and disassociate and disconnect from the pain. So that's probably the first step is to just be like, okay, body, hi, body, hi, body, hi, body, hi, body. (laughs) What is this? What is this? And if I wasn't trying to like push this so far away from me, what, what would this be about for me? And so that allowance, that curiosity. And in that space is the possibility of awareness. In that space, is this like, huh, what, what, what is right about this that I've never been willing to see before now? Something that, um, that I heard, uh, Glenna Rice say on a radio show once is that, um, she's a really amazing body worker as well, teaches a three day body class in excess. And one of the things she was talking about is like, when a broken bone is healing, it actually creates excruciating amounts of pain and sometimes greater than the original break itself. Mm-hmm. And what that pain is, 
is the um, the bones fusing and, and healing. And you go, oh no, I've got this pain in my foot. You know, let let me disassociate. Let me like drug. Let me do something here. And um, and actually, that actually is the healing. And so, like, what most people do is they brace against that. And in the bracing, they actually slow down the body's ability to heal that bone in the bracing against the pain. And what she, her um, invitation was to ask how she could use this pain, how you can use the pain to your advantage. And that's one of the ways, that's one of the questions that turns the conversation with pain into something else is like, oh, hey, how can I use this pain as a contribution to me, the planet, to my body? So what Suzanne said first, you got to first go, yeah, I'm in pain and I don't want to hear it. Like, be honest about that. Don't do spiritual override because that won't work. <laughs> and then begin to ask some questions. And we'll go deeper into this, if you like, after the break. After the break. <laughs> <laughs> Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. 
You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to SuzannePStoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We're talking about body pain go away and basically pain in bodies, pain in systems. And we've been on a soapbox this entire time. We just feel a little bit passionate about this. So we have a little bit of energy around this, just a tiny bit. Not so you'd notice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really appreciating this conversation and I'm appreciating all of the comments in the chat room. I would say that that stuff with bodies is one of the most challenging things on this planet and being on this planet. Um, body image, body shape, body pain. Um, and we all experience, we all have our own experiences with that. And I, you know, if I can just kind of speak to what I've um, experienced with um, w with being able to see people and to see deeply into people, I find that the people with the most pain in their bodies, with the most issues in their bodies, with the most sexual abuse in their histories, with the most trauma around their bodies, with the most car accidents and other such types of things around their bodies, have the most body capacities, have the most magical bodies. Uh, and are meant to be here on the planet to create a new possibility with bodies. And so they are inverting it and they are imploding and they are creating all of these experiences to get to the other side so that they can actually open up the door to their capacities and gifts and magic with their bodies. And I would say there's certain people that have more of that going on than other people. Um, and Megan, I would say, is a really good example of that. She has incredible capacities and talents and gifts with her body. She is Her body is magical. It's a magical facilitator. And yet I would say that Megan has had her own share, if I can speak for her, of challenges, big challenges with her body in her body image, the way her body presents itself, her judgments around her body, her, the pain in her body, her car accidents and experiences with drugs and alcohol and, um, and sexual abuse and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, she's had a lot on her plate around her body, and yet her sweet little body is this magical, potent, amazing body that's wanting to, like, facilitate the whole freaking world, the whole world, like hundreds and thousands and thousands of people. And so as she works through that, as she asks questions, as she tunes in, as she continues to work it every single day and get curious about it, the more she frees her body up to be the potent, masterful facilitator it is to the planet. And how many of you have that going on too? How many of you who have pretended to be so small, pretended to be so much, in, you know, so weak, pretended that your body was your enemy? How many of you have those same capacities and gifts and talents and are, and it's time. It's time to acknowledge your body instead of hate your body. It's time to allow your body to uh, be the impact in this world that it wants to be. Well, my goodness, honey, you are just passionate today. 
you know, I it was interesting because I was actually tearing up while Suzanne was talking, and there was a, a process that I went through with Lisa in the body class where I um, I became aware that the only place I allowed my body's capacities to express it through were my hands. I decided that my hands were okay and that I could express capacities through that. And I think about the change that I've been willing to be on the planet and the visibility and, and being willing to, um, being willing to go through the process of waking up in a very visible way in the world. And, um, the change that that's created and all the while sort of cutting myself off from other things in my body, other aspects of my body. And I'm really excited to see what's possible now as I invite more and more of my body to play and more and more of the capacities of my body to express themselves for the change that this planet is. And if you think about it, everybody, if you think about the earth, the earth is a body. We cannot heal the earth being out of our bodies. Mm -hmm. There's no way to heal the earth by being out of our bodies. And what if that is actually what the earth is crying for? You know, like the green movement is great and everything, but it's only, it's again, it's a little bit of a panacea. It's a little bit of an Advil. Like there, we definitely require Advil from time to time, I would say. Mm -hmm. And like, what if the body's crying for our presence? What if our body the earth is crying for our body's presence with it and the communion with it and how could us being uh present with the pain and transmuting it and giving it back to the earth that's one of the things that that we talk about with bodies and that we've learned to do with bodies is like some of us are carrying the earth's pain in our body and then the earth can't um it requires that energy to recycle and to heal itself. And so when we pull pain out of the earth and put it in our bodies, we just create more disassociation and disconnection. Mm-hmm. So truth in this moment, as anybody listening now or in the future, take any amount of pain that you've had or experienced in your body. It could even just be a judgment of your body as a pain. It doesn't have to be a physical pain. And ask how much of this is the earth's? How much of this is the earth's? And just notice what comes up. 50%, 80%, 100%, 100,000%, 1%. What is it? And whatever it is, what I'd like everybody to do right now is um, flick your arms and wrists to the earth and on the count of three and return the energy to the earth so that it can be free, so that it can recycle, so it can actually be present with us. And one, two, three, 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 one, two, three. I had this really crazy experience once I was listening to a, I was in a pod listening to a training at a, a friend of mine's house who is an access facilitator as well, Julie Merwin. And I was getting up to go and my calves were just like cramping, the Charlie horses, I couldn't even stand up. And um, I was, and she, I said, do you have any magnesium? And she said, is it yours? I said, what do you mean? Like, look at my calves. They're, they're like moving around. You can see that I have this real pain in my calves. And, and, she, and when she asked the question again, she goes, is it yours? I was like, no. <laughs> Whose is it? What is it? And anyway, I, I got that it was the earth. And I did these one, two, threes to the earth. And this intense pain that wasn't even let, letting me stand dissipated 
instantly. And I was like, holy crap, talk about shining a light where it hadn't been shone before. I was like, you know, how much, how much are we making our pain real and how much are we making it ours when it's not? And everything that brings up and lets down because we have great to try it. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all night, boy, shorts, and beyond. Well, we're, we, we're getting some good questions in the chat room. Um, we've got our badass elf from China who's um, awake at 1 a.m. Um, asking some questions about pain. She's saying, you know, like she that sometimes it gets so intense she just wants it to go away. I think that's really normal. I don't think there's a um, – you should judge yourself for wanting your pain to go away. Um, like that, that – that energy of wanting it to go away is the motivation to work through it. So, um, you know, what I would say is that you're that to go into the pain and get present with the pain. And when you want it to go away, be an allowance of wanting of it wanting to be gone. Um, you know, there was a, there was a lady who had Lyme disease. She's, um, she's a kind of a friend of ours. And, um, and she was in so much intense pain with her Lyme disease. She would literally be in bed, um, sweating in intense pain for hours and hours and hours. And, um, and so she learned a lot about being present with pain. And, um, one of the things that she, um, taught, um, and that she teaches is that the pain was a opportunity for her to love herself and her body even more. So as the pain would get more intense, she would turn turn up her allowance and her love for her body and for herself and for the world. And that her um, going through this experience of years of Lyme disease and almost really being on, on death's door, like almost... Um, dying because of this disease and being in so much pain that she was almost unconscious, right, with the pain, that she would sing through the pain, that she would cry through the pain, that she would get more and more present through the pain and love bigger and bigger and bigger. And for her, she her Lyme disease is now in remission. And she says that it was the path for her to 100% love herself and love her body and love the, and love being in this, on this earth in her body, that it was the path for her to unequivocally love that big. And she would do it again. And so that was, um, that's Megan, Megan mm -hmm. Darger, by the way. So she's an incredible example of going into the pain and getting present with the pain. And learning to love the pain, even as she hated the pain. And it was such a, an awesome, um, example for me because my pain in comparison is just like a tiny bit. So much smaller than that. So if she can do that with that kind of pain, what can I do? And how can I transmute my pain and juice the pain? You know, juice any kind of pain that comes our way. And I think that really is what we're talking about in this show today is our nation for a lot of us, you know, we're in pain. And how can we juice that pain? How can we show up right now and be empowered through that rather than go away, hide, um, disassociate, disconnect, which, by the way, those are the four Ds, um, disconnect, 
uh, defend, disassociate, and deny. And that's from Dr. Lisa Cooney's work. So if you haven't been um, introduced to her work, it's powerful. And we just wanted to make sure that she was credited for the four Ds of denial, disconnect, defend, and disassociation, which is often what we do in our lives and with our bodies. And it's called the armor of abuse. And, cage. and if you are wanting more information, if this topic is really resonating with you, she actually did a show yesterday on Voice America. Mm-hmm. Her, her show is called Beyond Abuse, Beyond Abuse, Beyond Anything, I think. It's Dr. Lisa Cooney. Beyond yes. Therapy, Beyond Abuse, Beyond Anything. Thank you, baby. That's what it's called. Thank you, baby. Anyway, and she's a master. She's a genius at this. And, the, and when Suzanne talked about the four Ds, it refers to what Lisa calls the cage of abuse. And when we go into denial, disconnect, defend, and disassociate, what we're doing actually is we're holding the pain in place, we're holding ourselves in separation, and we're holding the cage of um, limitation. And she calls it the cage of abuse. I kind of think about it just as anything you're doing to limit you is going to continue to limit you as long as you're doing one of the Ds, as long as you're in denial, disconnection, defending, and dissociating. And, you know, how much of the pain that that we've seen on Facebook and, and that we're feeling in our bodies today is the unexpressed potency of a people that have outsourced their power. Mm-hmm. And how much is the pain we're feeling a call to potency and a call to power and a call to creating change? I really, with my whole heart, believe that this moment is a moment in history where the magicians are being called forward, the healers are being called forward, and the teachers and the facilitators and all, and the, the beings that know that it's time for a change on the planet and time for consciousness on the planet to really step up and be that change. We are infinite beings. This the, What is happening in our world is actually quite small in comparison to the infinite potency that we are. And I really believe that's true with the body. The pain in the body is such a small thing of what the body is capable of and what the body is asking us for. The body, what if that pain is a call to potency? Mm-hmm. What if all pain is a call to potency? And everything that is and everything that brings up, do we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, online, boy, strokes and beyond. Everything you categorize as good and bad and right and wrong and this is good and this is bad and this is right and this is wrong that keeps you in the cage of denying, disconnection, defending, and dissociation. Can we please revoke, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all of it now? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And what if this idea of this is right and this is wrong is actually one of those denial places that keeps us from going in? You know, I, a friend of mine posted a, a video and said, Something like Hillary wasn't going to save us and Donald's not going to destroy us. Mm-hmm. Like we, we the people get to choose. We the people get to create the change that we know that we're capable of. And it's just time. And this is, this is an awakening and a call to action and in our bodies. So, um, and how is our body connected to all this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and again, uh, there's not an answer. Earlier in the chat room, somebody said, how can I get the answers faster? It's not about answer, guys. It's about question, and it's about awareness, and it's about following the energy moment to moment of the awareness that the questions bring forward. So with that said, 
We'll go on break. You are listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and we'll be back for more preaching around pain and empowerment. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to SuzannePStalker at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome back everybody to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Whew, well, do, do we, have we riled up the people enough, darling? I don't know. I always think there's more. <laughs> I always think that we're capable of so much more, darling. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm aware of is that um, there's a lot of anger with um, body pain. Um, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of, like, rage, anger, rage, fury, hate. There's a lot of, like, implant stuff going on with body pain. I don't know about you, but when my body gets into a lot of pain, I start to get really mad at my body. 
Um, and so there's a lot of implants around bodies and around body pain. So can we do some clearings around that? All the ways in which you've imploded your anger, fury, hate, and rage around your body pain into your body, which then creates more of that. Can we uncreate and destroy all of that, please? Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And for those of you who have chronic pain situations, how much of that implanted um, shame, blame, guilt, regret, anger, fury, hate, and rage have you um, stuffed into your body so that you could never be embodied, so that you could actually just stay out of your body? Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere that you have alienated your body and stepped outside of your body because of the pain that your body was in. Can we revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all your oaths, vows, filthies, and committees, and commitments, and agreements, and pacts, and bonding, and binding contracts around all of that from any lifetime, including this one, in any parallel dimensions as well? Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. I have one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how many healers of you who are healers are judging the crap out of your body pain because you should know better and mm -hmm. you're conscious mm -hmm. and you shouldn't have pain because you're a healer and um, and if you were more conscious, you wouldn't have pain. Mm -hmm. And everywhere you've told yourself and judging yourself and denying and defending based on the inversion of your healing potencies, can we please uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, 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 all night, boy, shorts, man. I know I did that for a long time. It's like, in fact, I almost pretended I wasn't in pain sometimes because it wasn't conscious to have pain mm -hmm. because all pain was just your, you know, Louise Hable, that's just your resistance to this or that or the other, right? And it's like, oh, what, what is it actually just an invitation to have a conversation with our bodies? So that was the other thing, right? To me, pain is this unexpressed potency, but it's also an invitation. It's an invitation to have a conversation. It's an invitation to expand awareness. It is an invitation. And I feel like a lot of us that are, that have a lot of capacities with our bodies, um, our bodies are going to be inviting us a lot, you know, mm -hmm. and the more aware we are and the more willing we are to ask questions, I, in my experience, the pain doesn't have to get quite so loud. And that's the good news. Yeah, I do believe that there's a, a, an opportunity to choose something different that doesn't look like pain. Um, it's just that pain, people, we all pay attention to pain. <laughs> so everywhere that pain has been the only way that we'll wake up and actually look at our shit, can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. Everywhere that we've been programmed and impelled to believe that we had to have a two by four across our forehead in the form of pain um, in order to create consciousness, in order to create transformation and in our in our lives and in the world. Can we revoke, can't rescind, renounce, denounce the story and uncreate all our, our oaths and vows and everything else associated with that? Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyond. <sighs> Yeah, and Angie uh, in the chat brought up a really good point about how, like, 99% of the time the real truth is this not mine. Mm -hmm. And, and again, even though it's not ours, most of the pain is, especially for those of us with physical capacities and healers, most of the pain is 
is our taking on of other people's energies. But again, that is still an invitation for awareness. Even if it's not ours, we it, it the pain is still an invitation for awareness. Well, How we much are it we, is ours. Yeah. We completely bought it as ours. It's like what you said, you know, we went on tour, we bought the t-shirt, <laughs> we have the whole CD, you know, like the whole... <laughs> The whole CD collection, the yeah, whole CD do. selection, the posters, yeah. and we're like, yes, this is ours. I mean, you know, like it's really been super interesting to watch um, and witness when Lisa's trying to facilitate people this last week, and people are holding on to their limitations. They are holding on to their pain. They're holding on to their limiting beliefs around they don't have capacities. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have gifts. They don't have talents. Their body isn't a miracle, right? Their body sucks. Everybody else's body is a miracle, but their body sucks, right? So, um, yeah, we are so committed to um, the limitations. So everything that that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yep. Right and wrong, good <laughs> and bad, pawn and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyond. Dane here talks about when, um, and he's one of the co-founders of Access Consciousness, and he says that when we deny the miracle any miracle, we get the opposite. Mm-hmm. We, the antithesis. The antithesis of the miracle. So how many of you have denied the miracle that, how many of us have denied the miracle that is our bodies? And so we've bastardized it into pain and trauma and conflict and um, limitation um, because we're unwilling to claim the miracle that is our beautiful bodies. And everywhere we've done that, everywhere we've been that, and for all the lifetimes we've been at war with our bodies and at war with the earth and at war with the planet and at war with each other because of this, can we please revoke, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate it all now? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. So what if we, what would be different, and just feel the energy of this, guys, what would be different if you claim the miracle that your body is? What would be different if I claimed the miracle that my body is? What different relationship, what what capacity could we ignite? Um, what could we be with our bodies? What could our bodies do? What could our bodies teach us? How could our bodies change the world if we would but own the miracle? Yes, and everywhere that you sucking the pain out of the world into your body and creating pain and autoimmune disorders and all kinds of illness and disease as the gift that you are on this planet, and that's the only thing you can do, and it's the best way to do your purpose. Can we revoke, recount, recant, recount, recant, 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 destroy, and uncreate all of that? It's like what Angie said about who the hell will I be if I'm not in pain? Because her purpose Mm -hmm. has been in sucking out all the pain of the world. And that's been the best that she could offer in truth. And how many of us have felt like that was the best we could offer is to be, is to be the sponge, the energetic sponge of all the hatred and the rage and the insanity of this planet. And is it time to change that? And is it time to actually not destroy ourselves with that energy and actually allow ourselves to step up and step out and be visible and be the change and be the transformation and be the power that could eradicate all of this off the planet. And everything that doesn't allow you to know, be, perceive, and receive that, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. 
right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Mm. I also had the, the awareness just now that how much of when we're taking on other people's pain, it is an invitation for us to claim the miracle of actually how aware we are as sentient beings, our being, our knowing, our perceiving, our receiving of the infinite beings we truly be, that that is a that is an invitation to claim the potency of awareness. Mm-hmm. Instead of going, I don't know, I had this pain. You know, and, and the other the other piece of that that came up for me, hun, is that everywhere you've identified that pain is you and that you're pain and that's who you be, uh, can we please uncreate, destroy that? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and me on. And that has a bigger that has a bigger relevance, right? Like the pain of your judgment, the pain of your circumstances, the pain of marriage, you know, the pain of work, the pain of no money. Everywhere you've identified yourself as the struggle, as the pain, and so you will not, as a way to never, ever, 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 ever claim the potency you be with money, the potency you be of relationships, the potency you be of awareness, the potency you be of healing. Everywhere that you're in the misidentification and misapplication of struggle, can we please revoke, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate that shit right now. Yes, please! All right, a wrong, a good, a bad, a pot and pocket, and all in the nines and the boys and the short and the beyond. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, I think we have been on our soapbox enough today. I think the people are all riled up. They're all empowered now. Oh, and, you're crazy! And I think that they can go out into the world and they can bust the mask. <laughs> now go forward and bust the mask, boys and girls. Thank you very much. Oh, apparently I've got Bob here. Mahatma Bob. Mahatma Bob. Wants to say to the world, it would be okay. <laughs> we will all survive. We will thrive. <laughs> we will thrive. We just have to do the meditating and the uh, chanting and the mantras and the, um, or the pot in the pot. The pot in the pot. Or the pot in the box. We must the pot in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> All right, people. Um, apparently, I had to channel some Bob too. I don't know. I didn't know that I could do a Bob. You did. You did do a Bob. And I uh, just want to let people know we're going to be back live again next week. And yes. who knows? We haven't decided the topic yet, so that will be channeled. Just through. be surprised. Come be back. Surprised. Yes. You know you wanna. Yes. And if you are not on Weird on Air, please come on Weird on Air for the conversation after the show on Facebook. Come and join us for the party. Bye. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.